Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. Uh, today's episode is something, well, you heard us mention this earlier, that we're minus one at the house for the weekend, Sam, and that's in pets, not people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jody's um, mom was over there again. Oh, <laughs> no! You know I foster, and we have we had a new foster dog, Scampers, this cute little black and white American Pitbull Terrier. Um, I fell in love with his face. He had this beautiful split face, like half of his face is black mm. and half of it is white. He was doing okay at our house for about a week and a half, and I almost almost didn't want to tell this story because I'm so pro fostering and rescuing and adopting dogs and. It's my well, hobby to, to do this. I don't I, think this is going to be a, a deterrent, though, for anybody. It's just kind of real. It's just part of the process. You know, fostering dogs is very different than having your own because you already have to be used to not getting emotionally connected to them. You care for them. Try, yeah. But you really have to be careful because if you when you cross the line and you fall in love with them, you can't keep well, every there's dog. There's too yeah. many people that say, I could never do it. And I thought that too at first. Then I realized it's just bigger picture. Well, the you point know, is I to find a happy home. I can never save any and just adopt my own few. Or we've done almost 30, found almost 30, you know, 30 homes right and these are you know, I mean, so that's successful taking a dog from the shelter finding it a permanent happy home that's right really and letting it stay with us as long it's a commitment you know and and the, the reason i guess it's different every time is because we have a we have our own dogs mm-hmm. and they're used to having a new dog every once in a great while and usually it works most of the time it works um, yeah, but almost I, all of the time actually they thrive that way because the pack helps the dog that's coming in and the dog that's coming in actually i don't know learns I guess how to be a dog the pack kinda, order. right exactly yeah so anyway, what happened is, and I'm still sad about it. Like I said, I almost didn't want to tell this story, but I had to bring him back to the shelter. Yesterday afternoon, I was outside with he and our pity, Stella, um, who's a very chill little girl. Yeah. And she's a very, she's a sweetheart. And um, what would you, she, she's timid. That's the word I could think yeah, of. She's I mean, kind of she's, timid at times. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's, she's kind of laid back. She is submissive, really. Very submissive. Anyway, he jumped on her he attacked her they were getting into it over the cool i was putting cold water in the water bowl and i had been having to feed him separately anyway because of kind of the way he acted around food mm-hmm. and i thought he'll be adopted in two weeks he's too cl- he's too cute anyway well, and, i'm not gonna worry about that and he was actually improving once he got used to the pack over a couple of weeks he was listening you know he's yeah he's house trained all of those things like wow this dog is really heading in the right direction but he attacked her mm-hmm. and he wouldn't let go of her and she was howling. The other dogs were having a fit to get outside. The girls were inside. Thank goodness. I'm outside with the hose. And I was barefoot because <laughs> I had just stepped outside. Oh, let me freshen up the water. I was not prepared in any way to separate them. And I knew not to try. Um, so I grabbed the hose and I turned it on that like dart setting where yeah. it would really like if somebody hit me with that hose, I would be well, you'd scramming. Move, yeah. I was like aiming that at his head at his eyeballs, at his face, and he still wouldn't let her go. So I ran in to get my shoes and a towel, and I don't know what, and then she got free somehow. I separated them, and I realized Murphy wasn't home. i like, I have yeah, to take and him And I missed back. the call from Juddie when she was saying, hey, here's what's going on. I just want you to you know. But you, me. but you made the perfect decision there, and it's, um, it's the tough one, well, but it's the right one. Stella's our dog, and what's funny about it, sweet about it, is that we let her back in, mm. got her inside safe, and our other dogs, Ashley and Champ, were licking her and loving her, and yeah. all, like it was. They, they're such a little family of their own. Anyway, so that was hard. That's never happened to me as a foster well, person, but I knew that it was so possible. And there, there's a difference. You know, they're always 
the foster dogs always have to find their place in the order so you'll see disagreements and they're never dangerous they sound worse than they actually are sometimes so we're used to that and we have no problem with that but when the line gets crossed to where actually one gets pinned on their back or something like that then it's gone too far and they can't stay and stella's our baby she's our dog and we have to kind of right and i had to explain that to phoebe especially last night because she's not only sad for stella that stella got you know attacked but she's sad for scampers and i get that Mm -hmm. i am too and of course i bring him back to the shelter i'm visiting with my friends there and they're all so sweet like our friend joseph's wife jill works there and Mm -hmm. she's like i'm sorry that happened to you she says but as much as you foster you know it's going to happen yeah and said and i said yeah i know you're right i know you're right she said you did the right thing your dogs and your family first and so, <clears throat> but of course, while I'm there, what do you think I did, Murphy? We started scouting out for the next foster dog. I went yeah. up and down yeah. those rows, and it's heartbreaking how full they are right now. Yeah. And what, what what do you think happened, though? They had to put Scamper somewhere until they could tend to him. I'm walking, about to walk out, and I walked right past him. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Don't look at me. Don't see me. But uh, anyway, and hopefully they know the situation. Mm-hmm. I was very specific with them about what he did so that they understand what they need to work with him on or maybe he needs to be a one dog only alone dog in a family yeah i know you were hesitant to tell the story but i'm glad you did because anybody that would be considering fostering needs to understand that you have to have a completely different mindset when you're actually fostering managing a pack of dogs and all that you can't humanize them the way that most americans do right which really is the problem with most dogs is they're not they're not handled the way that they really need to be handled right exactly right why i think my dog gus is probably going to be an alone dog yes Sam. Uh, because I know you say that i just yeah but when you know my son jackson when i had to watch his two dogs ellie and oscar uh, gus got into it a few times with ellie uh didn't do any damage but he got into it with oscar who was yeah. smaller and oscar you know had to go to the vet twice because of the fight that was going on and so that's led me to believe that you know i mean i guess i could try training gus with another dog but i just think he's used to being by himself you know maybe maybe he is now but you know murphy always says this too it's a small percentage of dogs that really are lone loner dogs because they're they're pack animals they're pack animals and and that's what most people don't realize the pack is either you as a human or it's other dogs you're the leader of his pack yeah human i mean not human nature dog nature itself is that they will get along with each other so but you know you never know when personalities clash what jody and i have found too and it doesn't always happen but size is sometimes the issue if it's a smaller male dog that gets in with our pack it it gets yeah because i don't know if they're just smaller and intimidated or whatever napoleon (laughs) i guess so um those are the only ones that we kind of you know run into but it's so rare after 30 dogs this has never been an issue in wrapping this up though i do want to say this i knew it was possible for this to happen and it just did it's not going to discourage me i still love and believe in fostering if you have the um room in your life and home and family and heart to do this these dogs at the shelter these beautiful wonderful babies who just want to be loved they need that opportunity to get out into home to get normal to get Mm -hmm. oh okay this is what life can be like and then the opportunity to, to then go to another home and it's super rewarding i love them all but i love getting them their forever home so it's yeah it's rewarding when i know they're getting a, a happy family so i won't we're definitely doing it again we're going to give our pack a break mm-hmm. for a week or two and then we're going to go again yeah can you, be, can you believe we actually did stop at four that are our very own sam 
There's still a lot of dogs from yeah, a lot no, of people. No, no kidding. Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.